Hi, on episode 30 of K-12 Tech Talk, we talk about Chromebook switch access control, Josh's Aruba firmware update, DRC testing, and then Corey talks about his Crocs and socks, and Chris reveals his E-rate status live on the air. Have a listen. All things technical in K-12. This is K-12 Tech Talk Podcast with Josh, Chris, and Corey. Live from the somethingcool.com studios, this is the 30th episode of K-12 Tech Talk. I am Josh. To my left is Chris. And to my right is Corey. How are you guys doing? Guess who's back? Back again. We're it's both, me. We're both back. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I mostly miss Corey, if I'm being honest. Well, we Disney didn't record so without good. me. Yeah. Disney was so good. How are your feet? I was worried. Ooh, I was worried, too. Hey, listen. I don't know if you guys are vacationers. Oh, yeah. Socks with socks is the move. Wait, say that again, because I think that may have been misheard by a number of people in a rather inappropriate manner. Crocs. There you go. With socks. Hmm. That's the move. Sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. I mean, I thought I was setting a trend, but I saw, I I mean, just so many 17-year-old boys doing (laughs) the same thing. So I was like, I am on the right track. (laughs) Are you, though? (laughs) (laughs) okay question number one did you buy a woody hoodie no and i didn't we didn't do the buzz lightyear ride you didn't do toy story mania well the buzz lightyear ride is the one like you shoot yeah so is toy story mania yeah no we did the space mountain toy story mania is at mgm or Hollywood Studios, whatever they call it now. No, we didn't go to Hollywood Studios. Oh, my God. You didn't do anything fun. <laughs> what did you do? We went to Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom. That's the ones we went to. You didn't go to Star Wars Land? I don't know that I can be your friend. No. This is I mean, it, it was about oh. the kids, Josh. Wait, my kids don't care about Star Wars. Wasted trip. Okay, question number two. Yeah. Did you build a lightsaber? No, I just told you we didn't go to Star Wars land. <laughs> My gosh. Okay. Well, and listen, like- I have something to say. <laughs> I listened in Florida to last week's episode. You guys were mouthing me about my district staff email about <laughs> notifying everybody I was gone. Listen, quit laughing and listen. I sent that because the day I went in on a Monday, we left Tuesday. So I worked that Monday. My worker. He, he leaves Monday because he's got laryngitis, and he legit can't talk. He could not talk to me. You couldn't hear anything you said. So the day before I'm leaving, this is like noon. I have to let people know, hey, don't call. I'm going to be gone, and my worker can't talk. If you call him on the phone, all you're going to hear is, <laughs> so that's why I sent the email out. I didn't send the email just because I'm super important and I was leaving. Hey, I'm really important. I'm going on vacation. Oh, <laughs> that's exactly why he sent it. 
<laughs> Just so everyone knows, I'm going to Disney. <laughs> okay. All right, that's it. That's all question, I got. Question three. Okay. How many emails did you get while you were on vacation? It wasn't bad at all. Really. Well, no, you told them not to email. <laughs> and I think that honestly helps, and I'm going to do it every time. <laughs> Even if I'm taking like an afternoon off. I'm going golfing. Don't email me. <laughs> Chris, you want to talk about somethingcool.com and Ruckus real quick? I do. So we did an, uh, an episode on Ruckus last time also with, I mean, Corey, last two episodes hasn't even been a part of this thing. I thought we were a family. He's becoming like my uncle that I see once a year. But we did this episode on Ruckus. It was a good episode. And something that we failed to mention is that somethingcool.com is a ruckus partner. Somethingcool.com, who is a proud sponsor of the K-12 Tech Talk podcast. You can hit up Jeremy Porter Sales at somethingcool.com for all of your ruckus needs. And he listened to the episode. Uh, Josh and I really thought we probably screwed up some stuff. So we asked him for feedback. And he only said good things about us. He really liked Josh, that you did the data sheets and like went over things. And we had some pretty organic feedback on Twitter from that listener that said that it was, uh, it was a good episode as well. That's all the, that's all the validation I need that, that you, we're, we're good without Corey. Do you think it would have been the same with Corey? No, no, there would have been Crocs and stock notes, socks, Crocs with socks stories, right? Is that how you said it? Crocs with socks. Crocs with socks. Yeah. Is this so? We 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 did. We're, we're thinking about so shirts and hoodies. Let's say Crocs with socks have been ordered and they're on the way. But we'll, we were going to do that Corey calendar. Oh yeah. The what Crocs with socks Corey calendar. Yeah. Every month Corey's wearing a different pair of socks with his Crocs. I mean, I w- I'm absolutely in. Do I get a cut of that? Yeah. Well, the podcast would. We'd buy new speakers or new uh, microphones again. That sounds awesome. So, 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 so Jeremy, Jeremy, he just said the only thing that he, well, that he didn't, he's never talked about it, so we didn't know. But Ruckus has Beamflex. It's a proprietary tech that changes the polarization on antennas when it needs to to match the device. So, like, when you turn your your iPhone sideways, it changes the polarization on the antenna to match it so that you don't lose signal strength. Hmm. I mean, can we agree that that sounds made up? (laughs) (laughs) Are you calling Jeremy Porter at somethingpull.com a liar? A fabricator of stories. (laughs) Okay, Jeremy, whatever you say. We lost that sponsorship. <laughs> so speaking of vacations, Corey, you weren't contacted at all while you were out, were you? I wasn't what? Contacted at all while you were out? Contacted by who? District leadership, your <laughs> employer. <laughs> like with emails? No, like someone texting you saying, Hey, we have this problem. We need you to do something. Oh no, because we were on spring break. School was oh, closed. okay. So that makes a huge oh. difference. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So did you even take a laptop with you? I did. I'm not sure I turned it on one time. Wow. That's awesome. Oh, it felt it felt so good. I'm about as good as the Crocs with socks. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> so 
uh, my wife and I took a little trip this week. We went to Louisville, Kentucky to do the bourbon trail. And if we have any <laughs> listeners in the Louisville area, I will work out a deal with you if you start sending me bourbon. Um, and I ended up getting called with a couple of issues. And one of them was my Aruba cluster did a firmware update. And apparently I had turned on some sort of firmware scheduling and forgot about it in two of my clusters. Well, apparently the newest GA release for Aruba instant, I I assume, because that's what I'm running. um, If the APs are not receiving POE plus on a 515 AP, it will not turn the antennas on. So I had um, an antenna or a AP in my elementary building that for some reason would not negotiate POE plus. So it, the AP itself was powering on receiving config reporting to Aruba central. The AP itself was up, but when you got into the management console, the antennas were down. And the only thing that I noticed was that um, it said it was receiving AT instead of AF. I think that's the code for POE versus POE plus. Um, so it was causing a number of issues in the classrooms around it, devices, uh, with client match, disconnecting, reconnecting, all that fun stuff. So I ended up, after a little bit of troubleshooting, getting into the switches. And uh, I don't run Aruba switches in this location, unfortunately, but I had to enable some PoE negotiation with LLDP to get PoE Plus negotiated for that AP and resolve the problem. So moral of the story is when you go on vacation, your hardware will find a where find a way to make you get called. Now, now, moral of the story is is you don't have auto update firmware. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna turn that off. Yeah. <laughs> Corey, you want to talk about uh, client switch, the bane of our existence right now? This is another yeah, this thing is, I got called about. This is super annoying. So, Google, uh, if you're book, listening. What do you think? I said Google if you're listening. Yeah, Google if you're listening. And I've done two Google chats on this. That's how annoying it is. I've done you have ticket numbers. Tell us the ticket number so they have them in the podcast. Uh no, they're in my they're in my other email. But anyways. What? Wait a prepare. My go my my Google domain admin email is not my email. Anyways. Um so yeah, it's called switch you don't access. Forward that to you. No. Basically, it allows you to control the OS with using, like, I guess, like a series of keyboard commands. And um, what sucks is, can I say sucks? Is that allowed? I don't know. You said Crocs with socks. We might as well go (laughs) R-rated. What stinks is... You said something in Discord the other day that that Carl Bot stepped in. Yeah, that was me too. I said something yesterday. I was Um, drinking. Anyways, so what stinks is there is the switch access is a user setting. But if one, so say Johnny somehow gets it enabled on his account, signs into a Chromebook, it affects any account after that. And so anybody that uses that Chromebook would have switch access enabled. And basically, the annoying thing is like you could use the Chromebook. It's not a great experience, but there's just blue boxes everywhere. Everywhere. Highlighting, highlighting every button, every field. It, I mean, it is annoying. It's horrible. Um, and so what the worst part is, it looks like 
in Chrome OS version 89, which is the newest version, that's where you see the toggle in accessibility settings to turn this off. But you can get it in, on an older Chromebook and the setting option isn't there. <laughs> so say Johnny gets it and then he goes to another class and logs into a Chromebook that still has version 86, it will enable and then he can't disable it because the option's not there. Yes, that's the situation we're in. I was locked on 88 for all of our student devices. Somehow a student gets this turned on. I'm assuming they have a Chromebook at home that might be on 89. That's the only thing I can figure because none of our other devices had 89 enabled. And this got turned on and it has spread like wildfire across our elementary. And everything is on 87 or 88. Well, like Corey said, with 87 or 88, you can't go into the damn menus and turn it off. So today, we finally gave up and said, forget it. I might have said a different word there. We enabled 89, and we're going to, for whatever device has that, we're going to force install 89 and then go into the menus and turn the stupid thing off. It, it, this, this has been probably one of the worst feature rollouts there has been from Google. So I chatted Google support a couple weeks ago when it, when it first crept its head and we found out like, oh, there's no, there's no way to disable an admin console. So I reached out to Google support mainly for that. And, and, and the person said, uh, yes, you are correct. There's not, there's not a setting to disable this in admin console. Uh, I do see a feature request in and our developers are looking at it. Well, then yesterday or Tuesday, like it was basically every Chromebook in our elementary had almost got it at that point. So I reached out to them again and told them like, hey, this is like a big problem. I, it's no longer like a nuisance. It's a problem. Um, and they confirmed that the the original feature request was still in and that it's just it basically has the same status that developers are looking into it. Uh, and it's an internal feature request only. So they couldn't even provide me with like a number where I could track it myself. Like it's just internal only right now. So, so and it's a big enough issue. Like if you Google like Chrome switch access Reddit, you'll find three or four posts of other people complaining about the same thing. Corey, <clears throat> I wonder if, if I had your ticket number, if I could call in or chat them and reference your ticket number and, and tie my complaint to your complaint. Do you think they we could do that? Yeah. I don't I know think, if they would listen, but no. But I think it would be it would be good to get everything tied together. Are you a member of that that Google school email thread from Google Groups? I don't know. It might be worth posting on there too. Um, I'll see if I can find that and send that to you. So, anyways, so my my number two, uh, uh, he this is basically hit his desk more than mine. So he made a video today explaining teachers how they update their Chromebooks and then how they can tell and then how to disable switch access once your Chromebook is updated. But we found so we did a lot of testing uh, on Chromebook with a with the we went back to version 86. That's about as old as we got right now. Um, and it is an experimental flag. If you go to Chrome colon slash slash flags, switch access is an experimental flag in at least 86. So I guess 89 is when they decided to put it in the GUI. Interesting. Turn but but the feature off. itself existed in 87 and 88 because that's that's where we're seeing it right now. Well, right? And it for sure is in 86. Luckily, the best news is when you load the DRC kiosk app for map testing, 
it prompts you. It says switch access is enabled. And the only options you have is disable or cancel. Oh, cool. So that that is a little saving grace on like it's not going to I don't think it's going to bork map testing if like the Chromebooks still have this. Problem. Yeah, that that'd be a concern. Yeah, so th- this has been a disaster. And and you know, it's weird. Our, we have it in our elementary and you have it in yours. How in the world did these elementary kids find this? And it's, it wasn't even a feature that was enabled, you know, on the devices they were using it here at my school. It, it's definitely been a pain in the, you know, what. Chris, you want to talk about your computer? Are you stuff? guys getting that? Are, are, are these in, in like labs? These like are how? ours are shared. This is the one in particular that I'm talking about. It started in a shared cart. Yeah, our elementary isn't one to one. Like it's carts in the classroom, which I think probably makes it spread worse. Wouldn't you agree, oh, Corey? For sure. Yeah, for sure. Because kids are changing devices, and it kind of follows the profile and follows the piece of hardware. So, like Corey said, Johnny signs in, enables it. Susie follows him, signs in on the same device. Well, it's automatically enabled for her. So mm-hmm. she goes to another device, signs in, and turns on on that device. So then Leslie follows Susie on device. It's like a pandemic. It's, like it's exactly it's exactly how COVID <laughs> spreads. Yeah. Hmm. It's horrible. I feel like the storm's coming. Yeah, I get ready for any, it. I haven't had anybody talk about it or we haven't had any reports of anything bad like that. Yeah, get, get ready for it. Because if you haven't seen Switch Access, you're going to get all of a sudden one day you're going to get a call out of the blue. I've got all these blue screen or blue boxes all over my screen and I can't type anything. I mean, if you're one-to-one and your Chromebooks aren't shared, that really mitigates the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. But even, but even in a one-to-one environment, Corey, kids share devices. I mean, you have, they, they still share their devices. All right. Two other sponsors. We have provision data solutions. I was just talking to Ryan today about Midwest Tech Talk. Uh, that's a tech conference that we do. Uh, have been doing it for several years. I registered for that today and got yes. my hotel. And got my hotel. Uh, Josh, what about you? Have you registered for that? Uh, we're gonna have to talk about that. Mm. That's not comp for members. It is. It is. Uh, but July nineteenth. Hey, Corey, remember years ago when I said, "Hey, do you want to do the website for Midwest Tech Talk?" And you said no. Yeah. Corey can have well he already registered. I'm I'm gonna be in Colorado. You're not what? going again? We didn't have it last year. This is three years in a row. No, it's not. Wow. I think Chris is just now learning about this. I like, am viewers, he, you're getting he, my he, on air learning. I was yeah, supposed to be in Alaska, but instead we're gonna be in Colorado. <laughs> can I be a member and and just replace Josh? Maybe. Well, I think this, like you're going to be there at a booth. Corey's going to be in the in the K twelve. Listeners, tech talk if you want to come to Motep, Midwest Tech Talk, uh, and you're fans of the pod, I'll be signing headshots. <laughs> uh, swing by. He'll and be have, he'll be begging gonna... for shots, is what he really means to say. We got shirts, we got hoodies, we got Corey in Crocs, in with Crocs stock. with socks. Anyways, talking to Ryan at Provision Data Solutions, who's a proud sponsor of this podcast about Midwest Tech Talk uh, that that Josh and I are on the planning committee of. That's coming up July 19th and 20th. Uh, Ryan and Provision Data Solutions are putting on a sweet evening event that Monday. 
uh, and they're going to have a cornhole tournament. And if you guys recall, if you were there, they've done this before. And I, along with my wife, took second place. I, I think that was mainly because your wife. Right? She's the yeah, athletic uh, ability yes. in the couple. Chris was throwing it overhand. No, he's throwing it like a baseball. No way. <laughs> but Provision Data Solutions, along with HPE Aruba, uh, HPE Aruba, HPE Aruba, also a proud sponsor of the K12 Tech Talk podcast. Uh, they're going to be at Midwest Tech Talk as well. And then pretty cool this year, and this is what else we were talking about, Provision Data Solutions, along with uh, HPE Aruba uh, are doing classes together. Uh, six uh, classes. We're calling this thing the Midwest Tech Talk Networking Certification. So if you attend the six classes, we're going to do a certification at the end. You'll get a piece of paper, whatever it means, whatever value it has. You get to bring it back to your district and get a sweet raise. Do you think? No. Mm, probably not. Mm. But it should be cool. Yeah, it's always a good time. What else you guys got? Uh, I came back to SCCM, my task sequences for imaging being broken. I had to redo the task sequence to install applications after an image. I don't know what the heck happened there, but it seems like every time we're I'm gone or you know, you take a leave of absence, you come back and things are broken. And that was the case. Hmm. Corey, are, are you guys, or Chris, are you guys ready for testing? Or are you starting to do practice tests? Yeah. We we started map testing yesterday. Oh, wow. You started testing already? Yep. No issue so far. Wow. So your school year is over. Well, our elementary, it's definitely, they are the, they do the method of like spread it over a few weeks. We're like, yeah. our other schools, it's about like three, however many days you need. It's get everybody device, do it, and then you're it's over. Elementary's always been they spread it out. They don't test on Fridays. They don't test on Mondays. That kind of deal. Yeah, just in the morning for an hour at a time yeah. or something. Yeah, I don't think we really start until not next week, but the week after. We started some sped last week, and then this week. Uh, like middle school, the virtual kids started testing. So are, there, are you having any success getting those virtual kids in? Yeah, they, and I don't know what kind of environment they walk into, but but they are coming on campus to do their test. And kind of, uh, and it made sense. Uh, I always send out stuff like, and we'll, we, can, we can banter about this. So the, the map test, uh, like the site readiness stuff that you're yeah. supposed to do on each and every Chromebook. How do you guys handle that? So right now our, our schools are taking the practice test through the DRC app. And thankfully when you launch the practice test, it does the same kind of thing. It kind of forces you through that self-test and it will error out if you have a problem. The only issues that cool. we've come up with so far are, I call it screen resolution. I think Chrome OS calls it Zoom um, some kids are zooming in to like 150% and right. that, that freaks DRC out. So we've had probably four or five calls about that in the last week. Um, mm -hmm. unfortunately that's another one of those features that Google won't let you disable. So 
it's just kind of always there. There's always that chance of that, of that kid or a kid zooming in and, and borking the test from launching. And then, you know, then it's, it's perceived that there's something wrong with the test and there's not, it's, there's a kid messing with the settings. That's so at middle school, we have always, because it's a man hours thing and whether or not it happens properly, which it, I just have a recent example of it not, but we tell the the building principal to tell the teachers like they should arrange a time, figure out a time, whatever, if it's first hour or advisory or whatever, that the teacher instructs the kids to go through the the readiness stuff that in, in oh, theater, so there's, yeah, there's having two or yeah. three days prior that we so get all these screen resolution issues fixed and whatever. So you're actually having them launch the readiness check and typing in the code, the super secret yeah, code. So, so the teachers are our technicians through that and they walk through and that's what they're supposed to do at the elementary level as well. Yeah. But, so like in the case of these virtual kids that just came back, none of that happened. Yeah. So we had several screen resolution issues. Yeah. And, and I don't know of a school district that is staffed well enough that the IT department could take that on. I, I don't see a scenario where that's not the classroom responsibility. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, you would have, you would have to have a staff out of this world, an IT staff out of this world to, to go around and run that readiness check for everybody. Well, I mean, even so, like you're, te- you're testing, you know, that readiness check, basically test the network and test the device. I mean, your, your network, you're gonna, it's either good. Your, your, what is that thing called? The TSM? Is that what it's called? COS. To the TOS, it's either C-O-S. working when you run the test, like Crocs. COS. The Crocs. COS, it's either working when you start the readiness test or not. And then if you go around and even schedule, like, okay, let's go make sure the resolutions are right. I mean, who's to say a kid the next day doesn't change right. oh, the yeah. resolution? So it's, yeah, you know, like I, we, we spot check and it's very few. Like I'm looking for all green check marks and then, you know, then it's off to the races. Like, that's kind of how we do it here because it's just it seems futile to, to go around and check a hun- hundreds of Chromebooks when ver- the ver- the soon as you leave the classroom the devices could change. Yeah. So, agree hundred percent. I had a pretty funny deal. So had a building principal. So screen resolution has been the quote unquote major issue, but it's only been on a couple of devices. We haven't tested that many. Well, he was asking me. He was like, Chris, would you recommend that? Uh, we pick a period and like we have every Chromebook get turned on and we check screen resolution, have every kid check. And I was like, no, I mean, no, I think that's a terrible idea. <laughs> We're going to teach every kid how to change their screen resolution right yeah. before testing. Yeah, exactly. You know what's funny? It's like, well, at least in my experience, like admins, like they're normally pretty cool under pressure, but like, it seems like map testing. <laughs> oh yeah. EOC testing the littlest computer problem. It's like, are, are we having issues? Are we having issues? No, like, no, the, the, Chrome, the Chromebook was dead. Yeah, like, you're, you're <laughs> yeah the battery, the battery yeah, was dead, know, man. Fine. Come on. Like, the, the internet's still working. No, the yeah, internet's down. Right. This one device isn't working. Yeah, because so, so he, he asked me that, and I was like, uh, n- no, like, please, please no. Please yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. And, and, then I, and then I did one of those, like, hey, I was like, did you, uh, read the email I sent and I, I, yeah, I sent it a month ago. I was like, so I, I answered no to the screen resolution deal. And, and then I referred him to an old email. Which wow. Got a, a little awkward. Cause then he had to admit that he didn't really. What? Nobody reads your emails. I think I'm too winded in my emails. 
Oh, you probably don't have enough memes. Yeah. I think if you send memes in your emails, you get more attention. Corey, do you send memes? I bet you do. I, I chat gifts every now and then. Like I have like three favorite gifts saved to my computer. And like <laughs> I, I and then I'll randomly Google chat them if it applies. Google you, chat? Yeah, like in Gmail to other staff. Huh. I meant I, I meant your emails to like all staff for everybody how to, you know, oh, how no, to fix this res- No, those are all serious. You ever say you ever type LOL no. in an email to like a teacher? I don't think so. You ever do smiley faces? Yeah. I do smileys. I don't do LOLs. I do I think I did a smiley today. I do bahaha. That's like a little professional. Bahaha. It is? <laughs> yeah. Like LOL. That's not very professional, but baha. Oh. Okay. And then I do I every once in a while I do a little smiley. Corey, have you gotten your FCDL yet? Uh no. When does that first happen? I don't know. That I thought you would know since you're obsessively checking now. Uh well yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna say the name. Never mind. Somebody uh involved with my category one really ticked me off yesterday. So, okay, let's talk about that. Cause I asked you what the story was there. Let, let's talk about your category one. So I get, I get an email from the vendor or the service provider um, saying basically that my 471 wasn't right. And it was very vague. So like, I start stressing out. I'm like, well, that's the problem. Like this is, uh, this is 80% off of my bill. This is a big problem. So I contact them and they're not replying. They're not replying. So then I reach out to our our uh, our state E-rate coordinator and basically give him the backstory. And he's like, no, Corey, you did everything right. Basically, he told me to ignore the email. Well, huh. then about that time, the service provider emailed me back saying, and they said the opposite. And they're like, no, we need verification of when you when you submitted this, blah, blah, blah. And I said, uh, I said, can somebody just call me? I'm getting two different stories. So, so the service provider called me later that day and he said, uh, he's, and it was a different guy than who was responding to my emails. He said, and he was super nice, said, thanks for taking my call. He's like, basically, we're just making sure your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed. Uh, so I gave him the backstory. And at the end of the conversation, he was like, you are right. Uh, we were wrong. You should proceed without changing anything. Have a nice day. What did they think the problem was? So, uh, in the fall, you could do the USAC for the first time ever opened up a second window to do a 471 because of more internet. So with that, we used that and we upgraded uh, our bandwidth speed. And so I got a co-terminus contract from my service provider when I did that. So when I did my 471, I didn't upload the new co-terminus contract. I referenced the old one. And the service provider hated that. But my E-rate coordinator is like, no, since it's a co-terminus, it wasn't a new co-contract. It was a co-terminus contract for additional speed. He said, you're fine. Huh. And, and, and the service provider was basically, they didn't like that. They wanted me to, to do a row and like, no. t- and like make a modification to tell USAC. And I'm like, I'm like I ain't doing that. And the, and my, the E-rate coordinator is like, no. Do and that. I feel like that's one of those. If USEC didn't like it, they would they wouldn't like deny you. They would ask you for a. And, like and I told and, to and, and I told the service provider they already did. They PIA'd me, and all they asked for was the agreement. 
And I and I told the service provider, I've sent USAC the co-term contract. They have it on file. That's but drama. it's all it's all fine now. Yeah. Or I I think so. Corey's getting worked up. So what's yeah, the, what, I mean, I'm out of tea. What's the status of that 471? Where was it ra- wave ready? <laughs> yeah. It's it, uh, I'm all wave ready. I'm just are you? I told I told the service provider that too. I'm like, hey, listen, I, you should know my 471 has already been PIA'd and I'm wave ready. And they're like, well, we don't really know what that means. <laughs> I'm not I, was like, I think it means I'm good to go. Yeah, I, I'm almost certain it means you're good to go. I still have one request that is pending further review, and it's been that way for well over a month, starting to get annoyed. What's your problem? Um, I know what the problem is. I probably put there's a SFP oh. on there and I, you yeah. know, fiber optic SFP, um, that probably got categorized wrong. Cause I did the same thing on the, on a switch 471 and it went to pending further review and they just changed the categories categorization. I don't know why it's taking them so long to do this on my firewall, but it is for some reason, but everything else I've requested is wave ready. So you know, one thing I must say, gentlemen, we I listened to several podcasts on the way to Louisville. Well, it was a four and a half hour, five hour drive. Our our content is much better than several very very popular uh, podcasts. We'll just say that. Heck yeah! I'm check I'm checking my my funding right now. Oh boy, <laughs> you you're looking at your status. Let's do it. He, he's this gonna, is like live on the air. He, he's he's going to be in like P, yeah, P, PIA awaiting response. And it's like out if of the Chris window now. Leaves, if he just leaves the Zoom, we know what happened. His facial expression changes. Guys, I got to go. <laughs> close. Uh, I got a little plug for something cool. Uh, Arthur. Uh, what is Arthur's title? The I mean, I don't know what his title would be, but anyways, he, uh, him and my, uh, my number two racked my new Lenovo Nutanix servers while I was in Disney and they're ready to be configured. They look very nice. So that's very exciting. I like that. Mm -hmm. They're nice. They got beautiful green LEDs on the front. looks very, very nice. All right, here we go. (laughs) Okay. What's the when you uh, the like a TV show when they're doing the pregnancy results or the are, are you a father? They're like Lori? the reveal. Yeah, and they're like in regards to <laughs> in, <laughs> in regards to the relationship between Chris and Erate. Yeah, that's Ma- that's Mari. Is that what he says? Yeah, something like that. We are wave ready. <laughs> we needed some sort of sound. <laughs> Okay. In regards to Chris's school district and category two, we are in review. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. This is all he's going to think about now. Yep. What I don't have I any, they're not asking any questions or anything. What did I do wrong? <laughs> what, what are your, your category, your guys's category two? What's it at? wave ready i have wave one cat i have one category uh, two that's pending further review <laughs> what's funny is me and chris submitted the same day and i, I submitted like, before, uh, and i submitted like I, two months before you guys and i think chris even asked for less than me on his cat i did two, which it's super 
I don't know what in order they do it in, but I remember yeah. it was a few years ago, Chris and I did it the same day again. And I was like six weeks after him. I was in review forever when he was already wave ready or he got his, he got his letter and I was still in review. Yeah. I feel decent. Yeah. Your, your decent. camera just changed again. It does, Corey. It does that. Very strange. So what All right, guys. I was going to say, do we have That's anything it. else to talk about? That's it. All right. Let's end on top. Well, Chris, where can they find us on the socials and the internets? K12 tech talk podcast.com. Number one. Is that right? Yeah. K12 tech talk pod at Twitter. <laughs> Number two. Is that it? K12 tech talk at gmail.com. Heck we yeah. need a Facebook. Do you think we need a Facebook? I think that would draw some drama. Yeah, because our I'll, peers would be on the there. Drama, drama invites no uh, viewership. I am, yeah, but I, we we like the fr- we like our friends here that aren't our friends in real well, life. Our coworkers, IRL. I think, every, I think from this now, you know how Jim Nance, the uh, sports broadcaster, starts every. Chris isn't going to know who uh, Jim Nance with, is. Hello, friends. I think Jim I'm going to start doing that. Hello, friends. Like that's the opener? Yeah, that's what he says every time. Golf, basketball, Super Bowl. Hello, friends. So Josh just say his thing, and then you'll say hello, friends? Yeah. And do you think I could ask the listeners if anybody out there has Weller's 12? Good luck. What's that? It's a bourbon, and I will buy it from you. Hey, I got news. It's a local restaurant that somehow got a bottle. And I told them I would buy the whole thing. What'd they say? They didn't reply. Yeah. I'm close to getting a tattoo. Are you? Really? Mm-hmm. What is it? Well, we'll end the show. We'll talk about this after the show. Might Th- be a computer. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was episode 30. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.